Welcome to Generation Ag, a podcast for the future of agriculture. I'm Kayla. And I'm Lavinia. And we're a couple of young Aggies passionate about celebrating our industry and sharing the stories of people who work in it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Generation Ag. It is Kayla here today. I'm very excited to be bringing you this episode from Queensland. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I've been able to navigate the borders and be home visiting family. So yes, very much enjoying being back in Queensland in time for harvest and planting. So yes, having a ball. But enough about me, you are here to meet today's guest and his name is Andrew Baker. Andrew was born and raised on a mixed cropping farm in Zimbabwe until 1981 when his parents moved to Hay in New South Wales. With no family farm to go back to, but a great passion for agriculture and related business, Andrew turned his attention to following a path towards senior agribusiness employment. Following this journey, he went on to study a Bachelor of Business at Charles Sturt and soon started a job in agribusiness banking. Fast forward a number of years, he also completed a Master's in Agribusiness through the University of Melbourne, and this is where he started to develop a passion for education. His strong interest in the education sector saw him jump at the opportunity to join the Marcus Oldham College team. He started at the end of 2005 as a lecturer And in 2022, he will take over as principal at the college. It was a fantastic chat with Andrew. I've loved uh, hearing about his experiences at Marcus Oldham and telling us all about what it's like there and what he hopes to achieve as principal. So here's Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the Generation Ag podcast. I'm very excited to have you. Thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thanks, Kayla. It's a real pleasure to be here um, and uh, be on your podcast. I'll, I'll really, I've been listening to a couple of your podcasts and uh, really think uh, that you do a great job. So, so uh, well thank you so much. Um, start us off by telling us who are you and what is your connection to agriculture? Who am I? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was born. I was born on a farm, believe it or not, in Zimbabwe. So. Um, I'm probably, I don't know how many generations of farmers we are, but uh, a fair few. <laughs> I think we, I could go back quite a long way through our, our family tree and, um, uh, yeah. But uh, I was born in Zimbabwe. We were on a um, cropping mixed farm. And obviously uh, when Robert Mugabe came into power in uh, 1981, uh, my family made a, a massive decision to moved to Australia, um, basically had to leave all our assets in Zimbabwe. So moved to Australia and uh, I grew up at Hay in New South Wales. We moved to Hay in the middle of a massive drought with um, uh, lots of dust storms and uh, it was quite a cultural shock coming from a, a probably more greener spot in the, in the world than to uh, a drought-stricken Hay in New South Wales. But still, I still loved agriculture and uh and I've always been on agriculture. So, yeah, that's that's my background. Um, I've, it's It's been in my blood and it's been in my family for, for many, many years. Yeah, beautiful. Andrew, how old were you when you left Zimbabwe? 
So I was 13 when I left Zimbabwe, yeah. uh, Kayla. So I was fairly young. I still remember it quite well. But yeah. um, obviously coming to a new country at a young age and being a little bit different at that age, you tend to want to fit in quickly. So I was, uh, I concentrated on losing that accent very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um yeah, it must have been a huge life change for you. So at the time when your parents moved to Hay, um, it wasn't onto a farm or onto land. You sort of, they transitioned into, I guess, more, I guess, town-based occupations. Is that right? No, no. So dad took a job uh, as a, a cropping manager uh, on a property outside Hay. So, yeah, no, we still stayed on farm and uh, and uh, we lived on a little, little fibro house on the edge of the property, which... Uh, uh, so, yeah, I've grown up completely on farms all my life. That's amazing. Um, and do you have siblings? Yeah, I've, I have three sisters. Um, <laughs> they're all older than me and none of them are interested in agriculture. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess talk to us maybe a bit about some of your fondest memories, you know, growing up on, you know, farms either, you know, in Zimbabwe or after you moved to Hay. Like what, what are the core things that really stick out to you growing up? Yes, uh, really, um, Kayla, the core thing, and I'll, it, it is actually when we came to Australia, is just the, the sheer freedom that, that you got on, on, in Australia and on farms. And I just loved it. I'd, I'd just spend my days after school um, riding my bike around and walking around and just exploring. And I don't know what I got up to, but it was, um, I was never bored um, and I just loved, loved Australian agriculture. Beautiful. And growing up, you know, you talked about your sisters not being interested in agriculture. Did you know what you wanted to do? Was agriculture always going to be um, the end game for you, do you think? Yeah, I, I guess I, I remember always thinking I'm going to be a farmer. Um, mm-hmm. And that's from a very young age. I'm going to be a farmer, I'm going to be a farmer. It really wasn't a question. Um, it, it was just what I was going to do. I'd never really thought about anything else. And that that was right through through. Um, high school and everything it was probably um, a couple of years after I left high school that I thought well it's going to be a a little bit difficult to own a farm we have left all our assets behind and um, so making a start is going to be not impossible but uh, a difficult um, route so I sort of changed my my thoughts a little bit and um, and and I saw agribusinesses as the great opportunity for me obviously it still had that connection to to farming and uh, rural life but uh, it, it had the ability to to maybe go in some different directions so I um, after a couple of years of working in various spots in agriculture I did a Bachelor of Business at Charles Sturt University in Wagga and uh, really that uh, I guess put me on the trajectory that I'm uh, I've sort of been on for to now basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and you did a bit of um time on a station and things as well before going to university is that right yes yeah I've, I've so I've I've done a, a number of jobs in agriculture so you know I've ha- had the the years jackarooing in Queensland experience mm-hmm. but I've um I've worked um worked on a cropping farm I've worked at a feedlot I've worked in in livestock genetics so I've done a, done a variety of things testing out all the little aspects of uh, 
of agriculture and just trying to find my my spot in it I suppose so um, and I think that's really good to, to get those experiences and um, and just you really it really benefits you going forward yeah so um, Andrew studies agribusiness at um, Charles Sturt um, what happens next I mean you sort of touched on it briefly then but I guess what was going through your mind in terms of what you wanted to set out to do yeah so it was the, probably the first time uh, that um, I'd invested in myself to some degree. And I, I guess, you know, I'd put a lot of effort into going back to study. I was, I was probably 26 at the time, which is, was considered, I considered myself old at the time, which is not, not old <laughs> anymore. Um, and it was at a time in Australia where it was really hard to get jobs. There weren't a lot of jobs um, in a lot of aspects, even agriculture. Um, okay. so it was the um, late 90s. Uh, and so putting that effort in and really applying myself and learning again and developing myself um, really set, my, set, my, set me apart from everyone else, I think. And I managed to get a job in uh, the... Um, in ANZ in Moree as a as an agribusiness analyst and uh, yeah it was just just terrific to get that and they, they did offer it to me um, six months before I finished which was terrific that they were actually willing to wait until I'd finished my course. Wow that's amazing um you know since then you've obviously taken I guess I suppose you said a bit of a windy road into education but I'm I'm interested to know like how you how what was the trigger for you moving from sort of working in the agri-finance space to becoming an educator yeah great questions well one of the great things about Marcus Oldham Kayla is the curriculum is very applied here and um so yes it was a windy experience that I've had the production experience I've had the the agri-finance experience and learnt a lot throughout my career. It was Marcus Oldham curriculums very applied. And, and basically, so having all of these experiences really helps um, you apply principles to the students and give real-life examples. So, you know, the, all of these things added to... to been a better lecturer I suppose and um, been able to if you can give them an example give them a real life situation and say how it affects and how how they might use it makes a lot more difference than just sort of reading out from a textbook or something like that so mm-hmm. um, and luckily Marcus Oldham the um, academic staff here are pretty much all got backgrounds similar to myself, not obviously the same set of skills, but but uh, a range of different careers in, in practice and in industry. And, um, yeah, those, those are the people that do really well at teaching at Marcus Oldham. So it's really, Marcus <laughs> Oldham was a perfect fit for me, actually. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so you did a master's as well before going to Marcus, didn't you? Yes, that's right. So, look, I I'm I always think and that you've got to continually advance yourself, and education is just 
just a must. Um, you know, I saw firsthand the doors that it opened up for me, um, mm -hmm. just having that education. I had very limited opportunities. And as soon as I was able to obtain a degree, um, the doors opened up, the opportunities opened up. And I often say this to students. I say, I can't promise you that you're going to earn so much money or whatever. But what I can promise you is that you will get opportunities like I've experienced. So, you know, obviously once getting the first degree, I saw to, to move ahead, to be, um, to get where I want to go in life, which I wasn't exactly clear. I just knew that I had to, I was, uh, need to be moving ahead, uh, was to undertake a, a, a master's in agribusiness. And it was terrific. It was a great course. Um, so I studied that at, at um, University of Melbourne and uh, it was a terrific program. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm interested to ask you, um, given what you've just said, like it's a question I get asked a lot in, in my role from young people, especially at university. Uh, how important is a postgraduate qualification, do you think? And I, I know you sort of just touched on it then, but I, I guess I'd love to deep dive this with you as someone, you know, you've studied a postgraduate and now you're sort of in this space of, of dealing with young people in their education journey. As far as industry is concerned, what, what are you guys seeing um, as, as to the importance of having a postgraduate qualification? Yeah, it's, it's look, it's, if you want to move ahead, it's just, just, just a real must, really. I mean, you know, back in my day, it was you had to have a degree. And probably now it's changed that, no, you, you, if you, you know, if you want to be in leadership roles and, and, and in, I guess, higher positions, the postgrad just sets you apart. It, and it's probably not just having the piece of paper, Kayla, really. It's, it really develops your, your way of thinking um, and you do think at a, a slightly higher level and um, you do learn a lot um, in the postgrad um, what you thought you learned a lot in your undergrad, but it actually, I don't know, just sort of cements it all together. Um, so that's, that's what I think of postgrad education. Yeah. I just think it's, a, you know, it's, it really does help uh, cement those bonds together and, and takes you to a higher level of thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We haven't really touched on it, and I think it's really important for anyone who's listening to this maybe unfamiliar with Marcus Oldham. Um, tell us about the college. Yeah, so we're... Uh, Marcus Oldham is located in Geelong, um, cold, windy, wet Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And was um, established in 1962. It's funny that we are located in Geelong. We could have probably been located anywhere in Australia. Um, anyway, this is where it, it, it agreed to be settled. And I guess we attract students from all over Australia. So even though we're in Geelong, uh, Western Districts, Victoria, uh, our students um, are pretty much from all over Australia. So uh, this year, I think um, the New South Wales make up the, the biggest numbers, probably followed by Queenslanders and then Victorians. Um, we've got some Western Australians. We've got quite a few South Australians, quite a few Tasmanians and one or two Territorians. So that yeah. attracts students from all over. So we, 
it started in 1962 and uh, from pretty humble beginnings um, and and it's really developed quite a long way since then. And so we offer this three main streams. So we've got agricultural program, we've got an agribusiness program and an equine management program. Mm -hmm. uh, both the agriculture program and the agribusiness program are uh, accelerated degrees. So we're in, we're in higher education, which means that we compete against uh, the universities around the country. Um, and so we're offering degree qualified uh, graduates. Um, so they're accelerated degree. Now, what does accelerated degree actually mean? What it means is that you complete the degree about a year faster than you would traditionally. So it's, um, it's, it's a pretty intense courses they're both intense courses um, you cover a, a lot of ground uh, and it, it gets you out into the industry uh, a lot quicker mm -hmm. um, we have our postgraduate program as well which both has a graduate certificate and uh, which and then a master's of agribusiness so that's sort of our areas of specialization and we really focus on that that's our, our key focus mm -hmm. and quite a small um, institution in terms of numbers as well, is that right? Yes, that's, that's exactly right, Kayla. So we do, one of the, the things that attracts me to Marcus Oldham is, is that it's a small institution. Um, I mean, we only graduate uh, probably about 70 students with degrees every year in, in, mm -hmm. in agriculture and agribusiness. And then, but the, the beauty is that because it's small, um, we know all those students and yeah. it's a really, um, I guess, caring, nurturing environment where you, everyone's just try, trying to give the students the best uh, opportunity to succeed. So it's, it might be small compared to, to, to many of the bigger universities, but, it, but I, I think it, that, that experience is just way ahead. And, yeah. and, um, and really we do, I think, punch well above our weight when it comes to to what our graduates, um, where our graduates end up and where, what they, they do after they leave. So, mm. yeah. Absolutely. We've had plenty of incredible uh, Marcus Oldham graduates on the podcast before and, and absolutely they're always just, just incredible young people um, off doing amazing things. So real credit to the college for sure. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that probably excites me the most, I think, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is I love seeing where they go. Yeah. Well, um, I want to ask you about that then. You know, you've been at the college for 14 years um, and I'm sure you've had a lot of young people come through, young and old people come through the doors in that time. And I wanted to know from you, like, how have you seen agricultural education change in that time? And, and what I guess what's expected of graduates now versus maybe what was expected when you first started at the college? It's a, it's a good question. So what we have at Marcus is we, we dub it the Marcus learning model. It really is, um, it's applied learning, as I described. It's about putting stuff into practice and being able to, but it's very collaborative too. Students learn both inside and outside the classroom. Uh, you know, they what they learn in the classroom um, they'll go up and then start to discuss afterwards. And um, 
I'm very lucky. I've got a daughter that that's actually attending Marcus Oldham at the moment. So <laughs> I've been able to get firsthand uh, knowledge that this actually does happen, which has been really exciting because I didn't re- I, we sort of guessed it happened, but it does happen. And um, so what what's changed? Um, the actual learning model that we've got here at Marcus actually hasn't changed a great deal, to be honest. It's uh-huh. that we still do what we did 14 years ago what has changed obviously Kayla is the curriculum has evolved you know um the topics we we discuss um and and getting students ready for the the next challenges and 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 how how they could be the best leaders one of the things we do is we do a lot of um we do overseas tours and that that's it's really really good for the students to learn but I remember one of the visits that we went to in New Zealand and they they used the analogy of the all-black um, team and they said 15 years ago the all-black team had to play rugby and win games now the all-black team has to play rugby win games be good community yeah. examples you know, be role models, um, don't misbehave, all the things that, that these extra pressures are on. So the yeah. curriculum, obviously, our curriculum has evolved in that same way. You know, obviously, you've got to be a good farmer, good business manager, but there's all these little add-ons now that have probably added to, to what what's taught, you know, and, and it's important that people know now that, you know, that the expectations of being a good farmer or is is a lot different to maybe what it was 20 years ago and mm. society has moved on um, the world has changed our customers are evolving they're becoming more i guess um uh, you know demanding they they want to know how is their food produced is it is it sustainable are the animals treated well you know they they don't they don't just want to buy food anymore. They, the, and one of the lucky things, Kayla, is that I think Australian agriculture is in the box seat to actually provide this. It's just, uh, it's yeah. just, we're just so lucky, and um, it's just such an exciting time to be in agriculture. <laughs> it really is, Andrew. Next year, you will take over the helm as principal at Marcus Oldham. Congratulations. Uh, fairly well, maybe not so new for you, but obviously a bit, bit new, of a new news for uh, industry and those of us who are watching along. How do you feel? Yes, I'm really excited to be the principal <laughs> of Marcus Oldham. You know, I see Marcus Oldham as being one of the leaders in higher education, in agriculture, agribusiness, and equine in the country. So, how privileged am I to be <laughs> at the helm of that? And that's. Um, it's 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 really exciting and um i think you know there's there's a lot whilst we're i think what we're doing is being we're on a a, we've been on a wonderful trajectory there's a lot more we can still do to to continue to be on that same trajectory so i'm really excited i think uh, i think uh, it's going to be a really great time yeah and uh, it's it's amazing you know seeing the media about your appointment and how proud the university is to have uh, promoted from within its ranks. It's really nice to see someone um, spend so much time um, nurturing and educating the young people there and then, you know, getting to take over next year. 
um, you must feel really proud and I'm sure they're really proud of you too. Yeah, no, um, you know, it's it's great. I mean, one of the things is, is as I said, Marcus has a, a slightly unique culture compared to, I think, other institutions and um, mm. it's it's something that's that you've got to learn and experience. Um, so that's it's just really wonderful that I'll be able to continue that. Yeah. Well, I'm keen to know, Andrew, after everything we've sort of chatted about today, you know, what excites you the most about the future of agriculture? And and I guess especially for the people who come through the Marcus Oldham doors, what excites you about the industry for them? Yeah. It, what a, Australian agriculture is in a, has a tremendous future, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. not, not only do we have this, massive commodity boom that we're experiencing right now but i think you know even even beyond that the fundamentals are so good you know we've got we're our location our natural resources the challenges that 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 the world's going to throw to us we've got answers to so it's just um it's just great i mean yeah you know there's so much and and it's a changing environment you know one of the trends i've seen Taylor is I'm seeing a lot more city people come to agriculture and that's mm-hmm. that's just terrific and and women in agriculture this great opportunities as I said my daughter is is interested in agriculture and wants to pursue a career as a farm manager it's just uh, well you know wonderful time and what a what 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 a great industry that that's able to to offer that and and there are that many opportunities it's just it's just it's just great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really, really exciting. Um, unscripted question for you. <laughs> you know, you've been at the college 14 years. What does Marcus Oldham look like in another 14 years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 14 years. I Look, it's developed so much. Marcus Oldham has developed so much over the last 14 years in, in, in its infrastructure and, um, and, and so forth. Um, and I, I guess it will just continue to do that. I mean, um, we have invested quite substantial money in infrastructure to continue educating future Australian agriculturalists. And so that's where I see it going. Obviously, it, um, beyond the infrastructure, there's a lot to do with the culture and, and develop maintaining that culture and keeping that going in the, in, in, in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so good question. Um, I, <laughs> hopefully that that's where it goes. Hopefully that we um, stick to our core and we've got a lot of really good things, um, but always keep evolving around the outside. You know, I'm, I'm a person who, who doesn't say, yeah, well, we've got their job done. Um, I really always, I'm always looking for an improvement any, anywhere. You know what I mean? It's just incremental improvements around the edge. And if you stop and stay still, you start to decay. And, and that's just not me. So my aim is just to continue that trajectory, I suppose, Kayla. Yeah, beautiful. Watch this space. Um, <laughs> Andrew, before we go, the last question we always ask our guests is to tell the listeners how they can get in touch, find out more about you, learn more about the college, but definitely yourself because I think it's important that um, we can build those connections between people. So where can people find you? 
Great, Carl. So, look, I'm happy to talk to anyone. So my phone, email is open to anyone. So probably the best way is probably via email. Um, I'll give you my email address. Uh, you might put it on your webpage. But, uh, so it's Baker, B-A-K-E-R, and it's quite a long one, at marcusoldham.vic, as in Victoria, .edu.au. Um, so it's a quite a bit of a mouthful. Uh, otherwise, phone is so there's one eight hundred six two three five hundred, or probably easiest is just Google Marcus Oldham and uh, take you to the yeah. website, and it's got all the contact details there. So that's probably the the easiest way to contact us. Beautiful, Andrew. Thank you so much for being so generous with both your time and your thoughts today. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you and just delighted to, yeah, get to, to touch base before you um, start your new role next year. We're very excited for you. Great, Kayla. Thanks very much for just giving me the opportunity to, to have a chat, really. It's uh, really been um, a great experience. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Generation Ag. We hope you loved it. If you did, don't forget to visit our guest bios page on our website where you can get all of their contact information. And if you have an idea for another guest in the future or a story that you want to hear, you can get in touch with us via our email, which is hello at generationag.com.au. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at generation.ag. That's Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And if you've loved this episode as well, you can share it with your friends on your socials and make sure to subscribe to us on the podcast app and leave us a review because that all really helps as well. Thanks, guys. Bye.